advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. edition, our Hanukkah edition, with also the folks from the Ed Asner Center. I'm welcoming Matt Asner and Nava Paskowitz Asner, but I, I have to put this down so I can see you, Nava. Uh, hi, you guys. And we hello, hello. I'm trying to maneuver so you can see our giant Hanukkah in the back. Yes. I love it. Is that what and we're calling a, that now, a Hanukkah? Or yeah. you just you can say a menorah, menorah or a Hanukkah. They're both appropriate. One has one extra candle for the the shamash, which is the main candle that you light. Well, yes. love it. It's and absolutely And there's the gorgeous. American Idol pillar in the background, too. <laughs> American Idol and pillar. Okay. Uh, it looks amazing, you guys. You And you guys look Thank amazing. You. And you're coming to us live from your brand new center, which I have not even laid eyes on yet, but I've heard wonderful things from everybody. How do you like being in your new home? Well, it's like being at home. Uh, it, you know, it, it's it's just the greatest thing in the world. Uh, good feel. And I give all the credit to her right here. I, I think mean, really it was a huge, huge endeavor. I mean, as you know, we had to be moved from one site to the other within a month. So we're just coming up on our second month here and finally kind of getting into the groove of the space and um, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly what we needed. Our wonderful, uh, landlords kind of built it out to what we needed and what we were missing in the last center. And so, especially for our, our adults, uh, academy, it's, it's incredible. We, yeah. we have so much more space. The space is utilized so much better and it's really wonderful. We're really, really enjoying it. Wonderful. We're going to talk about the new center in a little little while, but we got a lot to cover this morning. Lots of ground that we got to cover. First thing, I think we should take care of business. It's a it, it's a December tradition now at the Ed Asner Family Center that you guys do a benefit, and you for the last three years you've done pretty amazing table reads of "It's a Wonderful Life." Uh, this yeah. year, you're doing something. Similar but slightly different. Uh, I love how you guys roll with the punches. Can I just say that? You guys, you guys find a way to take whatever. My mother would have said to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's well, like we had to do something, and that's what we decided to do. It's just you sticking on your feet. And, well, we haven't and, told uh, them yet what you're it's doing. It's not going it's, to it's replace the, the specialness of doing a new one. Uh, we know that. Uh, but tell them what you're doing. They don't even know what you're doing yet. Tell them what okay. you're doing. So, explain it, ex- I'll explain it. So, <laughs> because of the strike, uh, it the takes strike. probably about four to five months to build a cast for It's a Wonderful Life. It takes a long time. And you're asking, like, big actors to step in and, and say, you know, yes to this one night um, where they're going to be with you for four hours. So it's a long time. So it takes a long time for them to kind of answer you. And so um, we had a strike in, in Hollywood. The actors were on strike. The writers were on strike. And um, up until, um, you know, they decided to end the strike, we couldn't go out to people for, uh, for It's a Wonderful Life. We could not ask them to do it. Because if they couldn't do it because of the strike, it, it's, it's just a, it would be a weird right. thing. So right after the strike ended, we got out there and asked a couple of people, and it just didn't happen quick enough. So we well, decided. In fairness, you had we, told me right around uh, Halloween, you had told me that you guys had a drop date, dead date, that you really didn't think it was feasible, and you had already crested that. So Yeah, you know, I, I'm always an optimist. So <laughs> I, I always. You definitely held out till the last I, minute. I believe that there's some, there, if it's doable, it's doable, and we got to try. Yeah. You know, but. It was actually, I said, Halloween, 
with this what I said? Well, you were saying around Halloween, you were saying that you had a drop dead date where after that there was okay. no going back. There was no way you could do it. And I remember I, it was like the week after Halloween. And I remember seeing the date and going, okay, well, that date passed. And then it was I like 10 days later, they said they, the strike was over. Although the strike well, I mean, technically I, I, is not I kept over. Getting these messages, I kept getting these messages saying the strike was over, they were gonna, going to be over. And I'm like, oh, you know, guys, why don't we wait another week and, and just kind of wait and see. So we, we pushed it until I think Thanksgiving was the kind of the date that I said, you know, this is – we're not – you know, we can't recover if we get beyond this date. So we had to ask that to people on Thanksgiving. So that Monday – when, when we got answers from people, you know, I just said, no, we can't do this. Can't do it. So w- what we're doing is we're making all three of our It's Wonderful Lives available to the to public again to rent during the month of December. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, and you can see the entire production from start to finish uh, by renting it or renting all three. Uh, at, at, at our Vimeo site. I think that you guys have a, um, a link. Yes, um, And, um, yeah, economically priced, and I guarantee that for the money you'll see something you like and uh, and enjoy and enjoy it. Well, let's walk and through. I Go ahead, How many Nava. people were, were um, really disappointed that they didn't get to see Pete Davidson? Yeah, well, this and is an opportunity to see both Pete the and original. Jason mm-hmm. and... Brendan uh, in, in, in action. All right. Well, we have flyers for each one of the years, and I'd love to just sort of go through and talk about what what sure. I th- why I think people, what the highlights were from each year and why I think they should watch all three. Okay? Okay. So, um, this is, so Wait, the, which year is that's this? The, that's the second year. Okay. First year, Pete Davidson. Well, let's talk about this year because it's up. So, this was the Jason okay. Sudeikis year. And you can see you got uh, is that Mandy Patinkin there? You've got uh, uh, let's see, Mandy, Mandy Mark, Patinkin, Ham- Mark Hamill, Lou Diamond, Mark Hamill, Lou Diamond. I'll just Rosario. go from the top. I'll go from the top. Ron Funches, uh, Ron Funches Ed Harris, Mandy Patinkin, Lou Diamond Phillips, Jason Sudeikis, Rosario Dawson, Mark Hamill, Kathy Bates, Martin Sheen. There's Tom Bergeron, uh, George Went, who actually is Jason Sudeikis' uncle. Which, who knew? In real life. Uh, Naomi Rubin, uh, Ben Mankiewicz, and uh, and then um, Phil um, Lamar. Phil Lamar. Got and your dad. Was, was, um, I got, Ed, got to the end of Was that Ed in that performance? No. Okay. And it was a tri- uh, that year was a tribute to my father, who oh, died he did, right, he had the year before. Cut. He was going to play Clarence um, this uh, year. Which would have been and, wonderful. And... Uh, uh, he died, unfortunately, in August, uh, so we had to uh, uh, bring in Mark Hamill, extraordinary. This was a special cast, though, Shannon, because for the first time, an autistic uh, actor was one of the leads. Yes, yeah. and we really- And we love that idea so much that my good friend Sue Ann Pien became Violet again the following year, yeah. who's another autistic actress who was in so, As We See It. So this was the second year. So I loved last year. That's what I said. Um, I absolutely love this year. The highlights for me of this year, Jason was lovely. All three of your Georges were lovely. But I got to say, Mandy Patinkin was, yeah. was just like so great. amazing. Um, and it's always interesting to see how actors approach a table read, right? That some of them are there and they're just keeping it honest and real, which is lovely and wonderful. And some of them, like it, it like they are on stage, <laughs> and it's just sort of fascinating yeah. to watch different people's style. But I really loved Mandy Patinkin and Kathy Bates this that year, and of course Mark Hamill as Clarence. Uh, I, you know, it's a tough call for me who was the best Clarence across all three years, but I think I'm yeah. going to go with Mark Hamill. I think uh, I think it was Mark Hamill. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. I think he took the cake. Yeah, I, I think he um, did. The Clarence cake. I liked Carol the best. Well, Carol brought something unique and wonderful to it, but I but I think that Mark, like, I, I think he, yeah. he noses her out just a little bit. Uh, we'll he talk about that in a minute. What did you on the clothes? <laughs> yes. 
okay, so let's put up one of the other years and talk about highlights from another year. Uh, okay, this is our third year. Okay, so this so was this last year with uh, Brennan yeah. Fraser. This is last year, and I'll go from the top. Ben Mankiewicz again came back as our narrator, one of our narrators. Gene Smart, who actually had been with us, supposed to be, have been with us the second year. She joined us this year, um, the third year. Uh, Seth Rogen. Um, was he Clarence? Yeah. He was Clarence. I think I'm going to pick him. Oh, really? Even though okay. above Carol. Oh, um, it's hysterical. James Cromwell. Um, uh, as Paul Bailey, J.K. Simmons as Mr. Gower. He was great, too. Wait, no, I don't think he played Mr. Gower. No, J.K. Simmons played um, uh, Mr. Potter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ken Jeong as Mr. Gower. He was great. He was wonderful. Uh, Brent Spiner uh, as Ernie, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Jim Beaver as Bert. Uh, Phil Lamar again. Say, I got this time, Phil. Uh, as Brendan a narrator. As George. Uh, Christina Applegate as Mary. Fred Armisen as Uncle Billy, Tom Bergeron as the host. host. Uh, let's see, Hannah Schindler um, and Chelsea Darnell and Max Gadsen and Suanne Peen and Spencer Hart and Dwayne Cox and Lucas Zalewski. Yeah. Uh, rounded off the cast. Oh, amazing, amazing performances. I got to say, Brennan Fraser brought something very unique to it and his exuberance I just wanted to hug him uh, I just thought he was so delightful I thought that Christina Applegate took the Mary yes. thing uh, for all three seasons she gets I, for me she gets the award for that me too. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Brent Spiner fan he can do no wrong so I completely lost my mind over having him in it um, and then can you put it back up for just one second Chris because there were like so there were so many things about this performance. Um, Ken Jong Ken Jong took it so seriously, and I love that. Fred Armisen, like just amazing, amazing performances. I have to say that Chelsea Darnell got my favorite line in the whole thing. Um, my favorite line of "It's a Wonderful Life" is at the end when <laughs> the 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 is it the maid or the cook? And she says, Oh, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That she, she says that she's giving money and she says, I was saving in case I ever, uh, saving for a divorce in case I ever got a husband. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she had that line, which I absolutely loved. And of course, Spencer is beautiful in all of them. And Sue Ann Pine was lovely. Yeah. She um, was great as Violet. She really I gotta became say, Violet. My highlight this year for the third year was, um, was probably Ken Jeong. Yeah, he was. He, 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 um, there was an exuberance to him. Yeah. He was he so it. happy and excited to be there and yeah. so sweet. So and nice. What a uh, nice guy. And that's the thing, you know, one of the things I want to say about this is all of these people, um, have been nothing but wonderful. They've been incredible people. You know, they're, they're incredibly gracious with their time and, and, uh, and their talent. And they, they uh, you know, I, I don't have any horror stories at all from this. And they're so down three to years, earth. Three years of, of this. And they're so down to earth, mm -hmm. and they are so incredibly kind and generous to yeah. the autistic yeah. actors that work with them. And I think for them, that's the best part of it. I mean, you really saw Brandon, who has an autistic oh. son. You really saw him cavalling over, oh. especially Max. Yeah. Um. But I, I think the funniest part was when Christina, there was like, I think, I can't remember who had a dog bark. It was Chelsea. Case, but she goes, do you want a dog? Yeah. Mary, Mary, a dog. Mary says, Actually, I it's love funny because there is a kind of a dog theme running through the whole uh Oh, I know. There's always somebody. You have to watch it to understand about, it. But yeah. it. Was it? Mark uh, Hamill's dog no, came in. It was um, Clint Eastwood, uh, that sweet lady that, Clint Eastwood. that, that was at your. Um, Oh, Francis Fisher. I love Francis yeah. Fisher. Yeah. And yeah. she had a dog that was going crazy one year. Yeah. I will say the controversy for me in this year was um, Seth Rogen as Clarence, right? Mm -hmm. And in the first act, this is a very long evening. Let us say that. you got to settle in and be on the ride because it's a long evening. It's fun end to end, but it's not this short little reading. And then the right. first act, Clarence has only a little bit to do, and I was like this in my chair. I was leaning forward. I thought Seth Rogen was – I was like, man, I am so excited to see where he goes with this. I do not want to speculate about what happened during the intermission, but when Seth came back, 
Uh, Seth was a little underwhelming. I love him, <laughs> but I'm going to say uh, I, I, he did not bring for me in the second act what he brought in the first act. I think that alone is worth watching. I'm with yeah. some people. You should rent to see. I know you can't say and also anything. Brendan's uh, elect. He, oh, he that had was some great. electrical issues. We had some that was snafus funny. that were that were pretty cool. Yes, to um, watch Brendan Fraser as he's losing the power on his iPad, on and, <laughs> and, and everyone's like, "Oh no! Oh no!" You can see the whole cast is so starting to freak out. Yes, and it's it's kind of crazy. But you know, it's interesting because we don't do any rehearsal. We do like a tech rehearsal. Um. You know, probably the night before where everyone will kind of show up, or even the day before, like the day of, uh, where people show up for like five, ten minutes just to make sure their mics work and their cameras work. And then um, and then we do it. And that's – You never there, know what you're going to get. There's a reason we do that, and we just want it to be fresh yeah. and, and raw and, and – Unpredictable. Unpredictable. And, yeah. and usually you get some good stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's something in each one of them that's absolutely amazing. But let's go to the the, the last – poster that we have which is actually the first one first first one with pete davidson and let's go who played the roles that's the one that this one encompasses all three years that you guys can you can get one of them or you can get all three of them and you can rent them really for the month of december correct yes but i think we've got one more chris that is there it is is. okay i'll go through this um okay so we have uh, Tom Bertrand as a host, Ed Asner as Mr. Potter, um, Carol Kane as Clarence, Bill Pullman as Uncle Billy. He was amazing. He was great. Uh, except he disappeared, like, towards the end of the evening. <laughs> I think he was getting a little jolly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ellie Kemper uh, as Mary. Pete Davidson as George. Maude Apatow as Violet. Ed Begley Jr. as Ernie, uh, Diedrich Bader as Bert, B.D. Wong as Mr. Gower. He was incredible. He was oh, Michael incredible. Shannon. Michael, essentially, Michael Shannon did not do it. So this is uh, when when we had Michael Shannon uh, in the poster. Um, Michael Shannon was was going to do it with us, but and just you know for whatever reason we we couldn't make it work. Um, Richard Kind uh, as uh, Paul Bailey yeah. and. Mia Farrow as Ma Bailey. Did you men- did you say Ed? Yeah, yeah. Ed okay. Begley is. Uh, as, and I gotta uh, say, right. if I were gonna have to only pick one that people could watch, this would be the one I would pick for people to watch. You shouldn't. You should watch all three, but I would watch this one for a couple of different reasons that are just standouts. Obviously, your dad yeah. um, is just incredible. It was the first time you did it, so there was a little bit of an edge to everything. Everybody was a little like, ooh, is this going to work? And Pete Davidson, I'm sorry, but like that, that young man has some acting chops. Yeah. Well, and here, here's the thing. I, I, think, I think we needed his, um, we needed his um, swagger to make that year work because we were – not sure if it was going to work. We were not sure if anyone was going to come, if anyone, you know, if anyone would stay. I mean, it was it was nervous making for sure. Yeah. And to have him be on on the screen and 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 be Pete Davidson, and and talk about exuberance. Pete Davidson, oh. I'll give him an A plus for exuberance in terms of wanting to play that part and giving it his all. Um, because I don't know if, if many people out there know this, but that is his favorite movie. Really? Uh, he, he used to watch it every year with his father, who died in 9-11. Yeah. And a, fireman, very young. a fireman in 9-11. Yeah, he was a fireman in 9-11 and, and passed away in the, in the, when the, in the collapse. And, and it was part of um, their ritual every year. Um, so it was a very important thing for him to do. And well, you could see that. I, I did not see, see him go out of character one time, whereas the other two guys, mm-hmm. especially Sudeikis, who was blitzed by the end. I, God love him. He was blitzed by the end of the show. He, he was, I mean, they, it was a jolly show. So some of them were drinking. I think, I think. And, and you know, George but, gets jolly but, at the but end. But Pete so. got jolly only at the Q&A. When yeah. he lit up, lit up a, you know what? It was, but it was serious. It was so in character the whole time. Yeah. 
that to me, he became George. Yeah. And, and you said, you know, he brought Pete Davidson. He was not Pete Davidson that night. No. He was George no, Bailey. George Bailey. I mean, he was incredible, yeah. incredible. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm really excited to see this one again. Yeah. I always look I, at actors, because I used to teach acting, and I always look to see who are listening actors. Because, you know, actors prepare and actors rehearse and do their thing on their own, and then they come together with other actors. And, it, and you know, sometimes actors are doing what they rehearsed, and then something happens where someone yeah. gives them, someone, you know, they're expecting a softball, but somebody throws a hardball. And I'm always interested to see the actor who takes what's thrown at them instead of what they rehearsed. And the killer mm-hmm. scene in this whole thing that had us screaming and jumping off the couch is the scene between Pete Davidson and Spencer Hart. Yeah. Uh, the Zuzu's pedals, um, yeah. where she gives him the pedals. And, you know, Pete was giving it his all, and he was, you know, doing the lines. And Spencer took that... Because she is just a vibrant artist being, took that, and she responded with something that he didn't expect, and he responded back, and it was thrilling. That scene between the two of them, I've talked about it for three years, it was absolutely thrilling. It's worth the price, you guys, to rent that and watch that and see what I'm talking about, because I've talked about it ad nauseum. But it is a beautiful moment. Um... I get emotional talking about it. But there were other things about this one that were amazing, too. Ed Begley Jr. and Diedrich Bader as the Bert and Ernie were hilarious. And B.D. Wong. Yeah, B.D. Wong was incredible. He had pops. I felt like he was right behind behind Pete as far as, like, in all three of the shows. To me, Pete was by far the best, George. But B.D. was, like, by far the best. Of yeah. all of, yeah, I mean, he just was so authentic and so incredible. Now, and I gotta say, I yeah. gotta say, it's you know, with these, with these performances, with these readings, it's not just it's a wonderful life. It's it's actually a whole evening. So there are also musical performances in during intermission right. that you'll want to see, like Jennifer wow. Hudson and Amy Mann and um, Wallows. Oh, I love it. And uh, no, that was another. <laughs> Um, but, I've done too many things. But, Sorry, but that was another thing we did a long time ago. <laughs> but um, but it was uh, you know it's it's uh, you get to see these you know wonderful stuff, and I think there's a performance by our choir, I believe, in one of them. Yes. Um, I the think Wallows. you know, and the Wallows. Yeah, yeah I mentioned them. <laughs> but but it's it's not just the readings. It's uh, it's uh, you know these wonderful oh. performances that uh, you know that uh, were done as well. So. And um, who did the narration you know, in the it, first year? The narration the first year was Vanessa Williams. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, and, oh, Vanessa yeah, Williams and Chris together. Williams. And Vanessa Williams incredible. did the master class in reading narration. If anybody is out oh, there and they, they're having to read narration for something, you should watch Vanessa Williams read narration. I mean, you know, you had, had so many other people do it and do it really well, but I'm sorry, Vanessa Williams, she wins the award for that too. She also had the best. They're all doing it from their home, right? Yeah, um, she had a great background. Oh my gosh, she had somebody Gorgeous. come in and style that. As I live and breathe, like she had Martha Stewart come and style. Yeah, that. I know it was, it was so beautiful. Uh, and, I, and I love her forever because she went out of her way to send Eddie a signed copy of herself as the Queen yeah. of Trash because oh. Eddie's obsessed with her. And then we had the King of Trash, Mandy Patinkin who also sent Eddie something. Uh, so these guys are really such down-to-earth sweet people who just give so much. Yeah. And, you know, these are I'm, I'm really, really personally excited to see these shows again. I really am. And, and we're going to have to have a screening. Yeah. Jennifer Rosario, Hudson by the way, we didn't miss this. Rosario Dawson is Mary. Um, I just want to mention her because yeah. she, she is the only Mary that did costume changes. Oh, oh yes. And that. she was, you know, constantly changing costume and doing yeah. things. So she was. I, I mean, I think she was the, the, she was like Pete, keeping in character yeah. Mary the best. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it and I got such a kick out of, um, uh, um, my mind just went blank. The one that 
Pete. No, Brenda. the last one. Christine. Oh, yeah. Christina. Christina. She really, I mean, she made everyone just smile. Yeah, and she and 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 there were times when there were kerfuffles, and her, oh, yeah. when she would break character or improvise, were the funniest things in the whole show. Yeah, so were. And that's a long time for her to sit, and yes. she really was so sweet, such an incredible yeah. lady that she just gave that her all, and we were so grateful to her for doing that. Okay, so the ins and the outs of it. Um, you know, we have somewhere we have a link where people can go to purchase these, and they can uh, buy they can buy one or they can buy all three. Correct? They can rent them. Rent them, yes. And they're renting and they them for how long? They dis they disappear on January first. Okay, so if so you rented it today, you get it for the rest of the month until January first. Yep. So you should not wait, people. If you rent it on the twenty fifth, you're only getting it for a week. Why would you wait? And all of this, we should say, benefits your center. This is a fundraiser, y'all. So you're, you're donating money to the center, and you're getting these wonderful things. So tell us the prices if you rent one. If you rent one, it's $15. 15 okay. bucks. It's, that's less than a movie. Yeah. Less than a movie. But if you rent all three. If you rent all three, it's $35. Which is still very reasonable, you guys, and, and you'll be able to watch. I, I especially, you know, we we did a thing where we would buy our ticket and then we would buy a ticket for friends of ours. And each year we pick somebody different that they're actors, you know. Um, I think it's really wonderful right. if you are an autism family and you want to support this wonderful autism charity. But I got to say also, this is a great, great thing to give as a gift to somebody in your family that's an actor because they will learn so much about people's techniques and how people do things and you know great idea yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. wonderful wonderful gift because it's a wonderful life um <laughs> i was gonna say that yeah wonderful one yeah it's a really wonderful thing and it benefits the center and and we also want to say to people i'll say because i don't know if you guys can say it, it's been a hard couple of years for charities and especially yeah. charities that have a physical setting, the, you know, the cost of rent throughout the pandemic, and you guys kept going, and you were a huge resource. We talked about you almost every day during the pandemic because you were doing classes online for people around the world, and, you know, you had to keep the lights on and everything, and then to come back into a fundraising world where people are still figuring out, you know, how to give. It's like people forgot during the pandemic. I don't know what happened. It's been a rough climate for all charities. And we've seen charities go away in this very yeah. difficult time. We cannot have that happen with the Ed Asner Center. Um, and you, you know, you guys have suffered terrible losses throughout this time. Uh, you, you lost multiple parents throughout the last couple of years while you were going through this. And, of course, the center's namesake, your dad, um, which makes it harder for you guys as a family. Let's remember that you're people, too. You have a big family, and you're, you know, triple blessed in the autism arena. Um, so, you guys, it's please support them while you're giving yourself a gift or giving it to somebody else. Um, and we'll make sure that the, the notes, uh, in the notes for the show, that there'll be a link um, for you guys to go directly to rent any of these. But let's talk about some of the other things that you guys have going on at the center because um, we, well, I guess because we've got the, the your, more, what did you call it? I call it menorah. What did you call it? A Hanukkah? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Okay. They're both correct. They're both correct. I just just like Hanukkah with an H Hanukkah. is correct. It's it's actually spelled C H A N U K A H. Okay. Because Hanukkah comes from the word Chet in Hebrew, which is C H. So well, it should confused. be spelled C H. When I lived in New York, Hanukkah was always spelled C H, and I came to LA yeah. and it's spelled H, and it's confusing to yeah. me. Yeah. But one? even on Chabad.org, they say both are correct. But Hanukkah is from the Hebrew word Chet, which is C-H. But we'll take it any way we can get it. See, I, I grew up spelling it with a P. Okay. 
joking. It's a bad, dad joke. Joke. Sorry. Uh, dad joke. Dad joke. Sorry, everyone. So, I don't know if you guys noticed we had some participants going back and forth. We're in the final week, one more week left of our second semester of the Academy, which is an incredible program that we we, we basically created this program for Spencer Hart, the, the actor you were talking about, because Spencer is such an artistic, unique person. And after she turned 22, there really was nothing for her to do uh, that wasn't, you know, just a solitary one-on-one Spencer and a mentor. Um, and so Jill and I, Jill Creter Hart and I, really worked hard in the last, you know, five years uh, to create this program, and this is now, um, we're just finishing our second semester. We're going to be starting semester three on January 16th. Um, it's a very small, unique program, job skills program, um, that incorporates autistic specialists teaching the children. I call everyone children. They're not children. They're all adults, but to... Um, calls me a child. Yeah, a kid. Uh, but it's it's a very unique program, and, and what makes it so special is now on our second semester, they're just wrapping up their first experience of real hands-on job training in a setting that they're all over the moon about, which is we partnered with the company Funko, and they are at Funko Hollywood working, um, you know, creating uh, real-world experiences with customers, um, with other employees, um, and when they, when they come back, um, a lot of what we're doing is um, really not just the experience in, in, on site, but figuring out what they could do better for the following uh, job day, uh, what they felt that they need more support at. And it's not just about helping these kids get jobs. It's about um, helping them sustain these jobs. So... I'm so proud of this program. I'm so proud that Funko is allowing us to come back next semester. And it's just been the best, you know, the best program I feel that we've created here. Um, and it's, it's, just, it's just wonderful. And, and, and so next semester we still have a few spots left, um, but we are almost full. We're trying to keep it very small. There is that peer interaction, but we do want it to be very tailored to a small class setting, and um, and if you are interested in any information about the Academy, for, it's for ages 18 and up, and it is a five-day-a-week program from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, please reach out to me, nava at teafc.org. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And thank yeah. the Bunko people for being such a great partner with you guys for that. Oh, they've, they've been, been incredible. incredible. They've been absolutely incredible, and we're so proud. The kids j- were just getting their bags, and they they go. They have you know a full day there, and they they're in the break room with the other employees. The other employees have been incredible. They have their Funko you know uniforms on. They're just they're so proud. I mean, every kid comes with their uniform like perfectly clean ready to go. They're just, they're really, really so proud of themselves. And that, I love that. Amazing. I'm covered in toys right now. Um, because, yes. Because you guys have an event that's coming up. Um, you've got your holiday event coming up. And we had reached out to some of the manufacturers of uh, the toys that we featured in the Toy Guide. And they were lovely and have donated a bunch of toys um, that will be given away um, at your event, which we're really excited. Yes. Uh, I've got a bunch of Moosh Moosh. I don't know if you guys know about Moosh Moosh. I love Moosh Moosh. So we have a bunch of Moosh Moosh stuff that we're going to be sending over to you, including oh my God, some Moosh so Moosh excited. slippers. That's so cute. Um, but I, I, it's kind of like, like, like a sensory um, oh, fit yeah. toy, too, because you can – Mush it. You can put it under your chin. Sleep with it. They're just—they're ridiculous. I love this little unicorn so much. Um, it's like a unicorn cat. It's almost like a Pokemon. They're so cute. And they're soft—they're like softer than nobody's business. I've got so many things I want to show you. We all like the last few years as we've done the the events with you guys. um, Fun in Motion has been absolutely amazing. They make um, the Shishibo boxes, and they've sent a bunch of Shishibos for you guys. 
But not only that, yeah. they um, these are so honestly just I'll, I'll never get it back to a cube. Um, maybe maybe we're just no, gonna say that's that. not going to happen. Not, not now. Uh, it'll do it later on. Um, but they have a new game that is Shishibo Battle, and they sent over a bunch of these for you guys. I don't know if I can get it open awesome. quickly. Um, but what it is is it's two of them with a little bell ringer. It's not going to open. Oh, how fun! And you compete. You compete. And it's fabulous. One, it's not going to open quickly. Oh, wow. They sent a, a bunch of those for you guys. Oh, how fun. Uh, that was one of Eddie's favorites, is the um, um, the Shishibo. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll he'll love that. And they, oh, um, that's an amazing toy. Yeah. And then I love them. The Mag, magnetic tiles. Magformers sent a bunch of things. Tiles. And, incredible. Um, and also different sets to go mm-hmm. together. They sent a huge array of wonderful stuff. We love Magformers. Pix bricks. I don't know if you guys have ever done them. They're, it's like um, a building system that like makes Legos? pictures. It's sort. It's like Legos, but it's one pip, and they make pictures. Um, that you, it's kind of oh, like wow. a, it's like a, a art puzzle. Is really super mm. fun. I want to get to this one from M and J Toys. This is called What's Next, um, and it's a game that you play. That is, it's these are ginormous dice that it comes with and it comes with big cards and you put the cards on the floor they roll the dice and then they figure out how many moves they go so it's a life-size game and they were so excited to hear about what you guys were doing that they gave the life-size game and then they included the social skills add-on oh how fun i know like joanne laura would have lost her she would have plotted over this game because it teaches pre-employment skills it teaches social skills oh wow all kinds of wonderful things and it's super fun they think they're playing a game but they're learning life skills yeah so and, and the ginormous the dice the is really cool these we've got a bunch of stuff oh my gosh. god they're ridiculous they're oh, snuggle cute. Legs. these are what snuggle is, what is that is that a bee? looks like, it looks like uh, gizzy is, is the other one a bee this is yeah, a, it's bee. a bee and this is oh, my a teddy god. bear and these are from Wild Republic, who are known for yeah. making amazing animals. But these are, oh my gosh, wait till you feel these, Nava. You will lose your mind. They are sensory. I love that bee. Ridiculous. That is the cutest. It heavy. looks like a baby they're, in a costume. <laughs> right? They're, um, they're heavy. They're just a little bit heavy because they're stuffed with beans so they can sit up by themselves. You don't have to, oh, they're oh, wow. just, like, uh, the adults love them. And then Boys Town Press. Oh, there it is. Boys Town Press sent, um, they've got a series of books. Uh, Lou, oh, nice. Lou knows what to do. And so there are packages of three books. Lou knows what to do at the supermarket. Lou knows what to do at the doctor's office. Lou knows what to do at the restaurant. So we love nice. Boys Town Press for sending those. And then Crayola sent a bunch of stuff that um, they sent for, for your any of the babies that will be there, the palm grass crayons but then oh those are awesome this was one of my favorite things all year long the spin art station station. because uh, do you guys remember when you used to make the spin art yeah or when you would do the spirograph with the gears Mm -hmm. this has both it's redonkulous that's incredible see i love that because i was never good at art and you know the wonderful thing about those is you know everyone's creative everyone's great everyone can do it so it's it's it was a great thing for, for me because I, I felt you included. Had fine motor skills I felt issues. included. Well, and, and, and Nava just said fine motor skills because this builds yeah. fine motor skills, and it's fun. Yeah. And you get both of them. I love it. I absolutely love it. Eddie so, had that, and that's why he calls his art his art studio the oh. Art Station. The Art Station. He has a big sign that says the Art Station because he was so in love with that game, that toy. I love but it. But I just want I, I wanted to clarify something. We've had a lot of questions about this event shannon and you and i both know that this event is so special because it's our matt and i's uh it's a it's a chance for the center and for uh autism live it's our chance to give back to the community and you know unfortunately this like you said this has been a hard couple of years we had this event fill up so quickly that you know I've had a lot of people calling me nonstop and and very upset that they can't get into this event and the reality is you know 
this is an event that is for low income families who feel very um, um, frustrated and sad and, and, and grief stricken that they can't give their children gifts this year. And that is why this, you know, I just wanted to clarify with people that this isn't a party or a community event. It's, it's really to help these families be able to give their children gifts this year. And, um, you know, we're going to have another community event in January, but this event is very special. And um, there's a lot of little kids coming, and, and I'm just so excited, and I'm so grateful to you that you were able to, with these wonderful companies, help us be able to provide for these families. Because there's a lot of families who are very desperate and very, very, very um, much struggling this year that I've never seen this amount of uh, response in the back in and, for one of these events. And I just want to say, we wouldn't be doing this event if it hadn't been for Autism Live. No, and, and, absolutely and not. You and Doreen, and, and um, this is um, all because of you guys. We're carrying the torch. We're, yeah. you know, carrying the torch. Um, well, and, you're carrying the torch as the big guy, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, that's a, it's gonna, it's Santa's coming to visit. I know, yeah. Jewish Santa. Yeah, yeah. Santa. Santa's <laughs> coming good. to visit. I just want to say, yeah, because we, you know, we did this event for a lot of years and it was so wonderful to partner with you guys. And I had said to you after the last one, I just, I just don't have that in it anymore. And now that we're getting back to in person, it just seemed like a natural progression to, you know, have you guys do your event and for us to support it. I do want to say though, Nava, that through Autism Care Today, um, you know, we're doing a, a separate little thing for, for really in need families. So if you have families that are, that have been closed out of the event and, and aren't going to be able to come, will you please send them my way? Because I might I would be, love I that. Might I would love that. Them. I would love that. And I will definitely do that through the, um, yeah, through act today, I might be able to help with that. And I would love that because I've been trying to identify families that are exactly that, really in need. I always get emotional and talk about the first first Christmas after uh, Jem was diagnosed. I remember sitting down like the day after Thanksgiving and kind of thinking through the bills for December and putting my head down and crying because I realized that I didn't have enough money to buy him a toy, pay for his supplements, and to have something on the table for Christmas dinner. There wasn't enough yeah. money. And, and I was scrambling trying to figure out what can I sell, what can I do, you know, yeah. like what part-time job can I get in between his therapies, and there wasn't going to be time. And yeah. I was very fortunate at that time that shortly after that, Lisa Ackerman's organization, Taka, put out an email and said, please, we're looking for families who are in need. And, and I thought, oh, I just... I would feel embarrassed to answer that. And then I thought, well, I guess I'm going to have to feel embarrassed because it's for my kid. Yeah, and exactly. So I responded. Exactly. I responded, and I felt like a horrible person, but I said I could use a little bit of help. And they were so wonderful that that is why we started doing this kind of stuff through the holidays is that I want to make sure that we gave back. So Absolutely. I always thank Lisa, but um, – but I thank no, you I, guys for caring. And I heart. have the same story um, with Chabad, and you know, it's it's there's always going to be um, we we're, we never understand how lucky we are until we meet these other families, you know. And I'm so so grateful that we're able to do this event, and I want to continue doing this event. And I'm just really, really, really happy that we. And also, I'm happy that Hanukkah and Christmas are so far spaced yeah. because that, that's hard. Like when you have a Hanukkah on the 18th and, uh, and um, our event is on the 22nd, I think that happened a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know if you've looked at next year's calendar. Next year, Hanukkah starts the day after Christmas. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I just looked at that yesterday. Really? Yes. Oh, I've never experienced that. That's crazy. It goes in, into the new year? I guess so. Uh, that's wow. what my because wow. I was setting up my calendar for next year, and I was like, "Wait, what? Hanukkah starts on the twenty sixth of December." I might be wrong. Please check my math, but that's what I saw on my calendar. Okay. So, wow. yeah, it was weird. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, 
there, so I'm take I take it then that your event is completely filled. Yes, no more, been, okay. we're we're completely full, and um, you, you know we're still taking donations of of toys, um, but um, you know I, I, the main thing is you know we're we're we are inside, and when we're outside, it's a different situation. But we're inside, and so for safety, we had to we had to cap it and. Yep. And I'm definitely, you know, going to start fielding people your way when, yes, please do. when and if they continue to, yeah. to call. Yeah, but I'm so excited that, you know, we've got these amazing toys for you for the event. And, and I want to say that all of these toy companies were so generous um, because they saw what we were doing and what you were doing, and they wanted to make sure that they donated. So we want to thank all of them for doing that. And, and we're going to send them all pictures from the event and and – um, you know, I love to, to, to have kids um, playing with their toys and everything, so we'll make sure to follow up and, and send pictures of, of that because I know some of those toys, you know, especially like the, I, you know, the, what do the I shishibo. always forget the, what is the Rubik's the Cube, but it's not. Like, uh, well, that's what it is, really. I mean, it's not a Rubik's Cube, though. It's, no, but it's a Shishibo. And now they have, now they have, I want to say Shishido. It's a, like a, like a makeup company. <laughs> But, um, yeah. you know, Eddie's still playing with that. It's on his side of his – it's almost like a fidget toy. I mean, he's just it something to – It is a fidget to, toy. But, but you know uh, that they've started that doing research. when the research? company see the special needs kids actually playing with them, they're, it's really – that's, you know. Oh, I'm so close. Am I going to be able to do it? Um, I, this would not surprise you, Nava, that um, part of the research on these toys, the fun in motion toys that they have – and they have a whole line of toys, you guys – um, and I, I should say too, um, they have the, they have another toy that they sent too. And I thought I had one out here, but I didn't grab it. The Karma Carmageddon. Uh, it's, it's, it's like it's like an easier. Great names too. It's, it's, it's it, but it's an easier version of this. But all of the Fun in Motion toys, um, they're all ex surfers, and they oh, wow. right, and they. Um, they believe that there is a, and they've done research on the fact that there is a meditative state when you are surfing and when you are playing with toys like this that help you to focus. Um, and that it is this Zen sort of space that allows for you. Oh, I'm so freaking close. Am I going to be able to get it in the time that we have left? Probably not. But anyway, um, that's part of the research behind it is that it is like a fidget. Um, yeah, I want to be able to get it into a queue, but I don't. I don't know if it's going to happen. Anyway, what else did we have on our list that we were going to talk about, guys? Because you have a lot of stuff. Oh, look at that! I, I made a rectangle. Well, oh, there we go. We're just finishing the academy, and then we're going to take a, a much needed break to get ready for the next semester. Um, we're finishing all of our enrichments. We we were partnering with the Charminade um, um, uh, Robotics Club that would bring a horde of incredible, um, um, typical seniors, um, and really, really one of our just greatest, uh, uh, enrichments because we had all these typical teens that were working with the kids that were building robots. Um, this year we had, a um, um, somebody underwrite the whole class. It was a free class. Um, and next year, we hope to keep that cost down because the robotics class is something that um, I know a lot of, uh, you know, preteens and teen, teenage autistic boys really want to do. But usually it's out of their price range. I know that for from experience. And so to have this class and have all these kids come is such a great thing. So we're definitely bringing robotics back um, in the second week of Can January. Can I make a suggestion? Uh, can I make mm -hmm. a suggestion? Because James, uh, Jem did this at his high school and they competed. So Shamanad yeah. will have competitions coming up like in March. I, I think you guys should go to one of those competitions. Your mind will be blown. I would, if I were you, I would take, you know, the enterprise and take a load of kids because they would love that because they are going to see idea. so many people like themselves excelling yeah. and there are, there's more scholarship money in the first robotics program than in any other program out there. So yes. I encourage My nephew you was, uh, was in, was in, not, not in Chaminade, but at uh, Champs. He was on, he was on their uh, uh, championship team. 
yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's just it's it's such a great program, and it's something that um, most of the time when you look into an enrichment and some of these specialized enrichments like computer class and robotics class, they're, they're out of our price range as special needs parents. But, so this one is very important that we have, you know, a specialized class that is so um, requested, but it's in a reasonable, uh, you know, it's offered for either free or very low cost. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I really encourage everybody, and, find, find a FIRST Robotics program near you. But uh, you guys are doing amazing. Um, right. And, and we're also going forward with our, uh, we're just finishing up the dating spectrum. The dating spectrum, this um, session was really exciting because we had a neurodivergent couple. I know in the past, um, you know, I've talked about our uh, different neurodivergent uh teachers who co-taught with some of our therapists and my co-creator, Chris Asad. Um, but this year we actually had um, uh, Chris and I were working on uh, creating our social club. And so we gave the reins to a neurodivergent uh, couple and um, one of our therapists. And so it's been an incredible, incredible uh, session and giving the participants a whole new kind of like uh, example of not just dating, but relationship study and social uh, media appropriateness and safety and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, we were talking about Chelsea Darnell. Chelsea Darnell, our social director, has created not just movie chat with, with, um, with uh, Chelsea and Hannah, but they also, uh, along with, Chris and I, we've created a, a social club that has grown so out of control that we've had to, uh, uh, you know, make uh, at least one or two per month. Um, and and the, the, the social club really creates these events. So they get together, they decide what they want to do. Um, sometimes they help us fundraise for the events and it's been really a, a wonderful, wonderful thing to see them kind of create the social experiences and, and opportunities, um, within their group. Yeah. So we're going to bring that back in the new year. Okay. Um, we're bringing camp bed always back and our new spring classes will start. They'll all start in, uh, late January. Okay. Um, I, I've been remiss and not noticing the comments, but we're saying hello and waving to Chad on Facebook. We've got uh, Autism Journey with Elijah and Riding with Mike with us. That um, They are amazing parents that were on the show with us on Monday. They've got a new company called Autism Affirmation Clothing that you guys uh, will definitely want to look at. Uh, but they, they are saying that they love this so much. They want to know where is this going on. Obviously, um, the Ed Asner Family Center right now is in the suburbs of Los Angeles. You guys are in Reseda, so that's where that takes place. Although we always in Van Nuys, actually the new the new centers oh, in Van Nuys. What am I saying? It's in Van Nuys. There we go. Because all good things are in Van Nuys. Well, we only moved five minutes ago, yeah. so yes, I've, we I've, uh, I, a lot of people mind, keep. In um, my mind, you're still well, there. Well, we changed Google. Most importantly, we did. Google is Google <laughs> that's changed not easy. Maps. Trust me, that's so, not easy. Uh, so we updated website you can check us out at uh, teafc.org and um they're asking is this something that they could help start in arizona now i'm wondering if you're asking about the robotics or the ed asner family center because i know you guys are always looking to potentially be other places yeah actually arizona is um probably one of the one, one of the, the main we've been talking about you know uh creating a new center in, um and that's one of the that's one of the finalists. So if you have uh, you information or you want to talk about it, just reach out to us, uh, Nava at teafc.org or Matt at teafc.org. And we definitely are Arizona's in the running for sure. And she's a mover and a shaker, Nava. Uh, she was one of the people okay. that did one of our takeover hours during the podcastathon. Um, awesome. So, yes. Awesome. Mover and, mover I just want to make a little plug. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about Hanukkah, um, you know, I know that in every religion, 
when you have a special needs child. I, you know, I loved going to temple and I loved the rituals. And when Eddie was little, I, I really got scared and I felt very nervous about going, especially him sitting for lengths of time. And, and uh, a special needs dad, who is also a PhD, Len Felder, his daughter Alani is um, an incredible person who has really brought transgender and, and gender fluid um, talk to the autism community. Uh, Len wrote this beautiful book that helps uh, Jewish families navigate uh, having special needs um, children and still wanting to be a part of the community. Um, I wrote a little blurb in here because I just love this book and I wish this book had been around when Eddie was little, but I think anybody who is Jewish and has a special need child would benefit from this book. And and Len has written many, many books, but in this fact, one I really, really love. we've had him on the show really before. We've had Len on the show. Um, yeah. We totally should. No, we and Alani, too. Alani um, worked with um, our friend, my friend Garth at um, Spec Labs with uh, Boys Word Boys... Don't wear dresses. Boys don't wear dresses. Boys, boys dresses. won't wear dresses. We've had both so of them on the show. We've had Alani Alani's, and um, That's her story. Yes. So, Len Felder. Amazing. Thank you for doing that plug. I'll have to reach yeah. out to him and have him back on the show. All right, we've got two minutes. I want to know what you guys are watching. I have two dogs and two good things. What I was missing. What, what you have you two watching? dogs and what? Well, he two. finally talked me into seeing Oppenheimer. Oh. And I was like, I was like pulling, it was pulling teeth. Shannon didn't like Oppenheimer. Uh, well, I was ready to not like it. I was like, oh my God, I've heard that it's so long and I have to pee every 10 minutes. How am I going to watch this movie? So thankfully, that was a little TMI, but <laughs> thankfully we uh, saw it at home. And I got to tell you, I love that movie. Oh, I, I thought it was a masterpiece. Well, I loved the music. I and, love, I, and I saw it the second time, and I thought it was oh God, I equally, absolutely love equally that as movie. good as the first time I saw it. My no. favorite movie of the year? We saw we saw this film. No, I'm going to get the credit. We saw this film a couple of days ago. My favorite movie of the year is Godzilla, part, minus one. Okay. And my second favorite movie is Oppenheimer. Oh. Have you seen Godzilla minus one? No, I know that I have to see it. I have not seen oh, it. It's so it's beautiful. Okay. And you, can, you can't believe that it's beautiful, sensitive movie because it's Godzilla, but I love Godzilla movies. I'm, I'm a Godzilla fan. It is scary. I mean, it's scary. It's very but, scary. It's but, too scary for Eddie, I think. But it's it's really sensitive and, and I deals, loved it. I think it deals with the guilt, um, the, the war guilt, and uh, okay. and the damage that the war did um, okay. in Japan. Okay. Uh, not just physical, but mental uh, damage. Uh, I think it deals with it quite well and uh, very responsibly. Um, and it's really. But a, you a liked very, Oppenheimer, very, very so I can't trust you. But you liked Oppenheimer, so. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I said, but you liked Oppenheimer, so everything now that you say it. is suspect to me because I hated Oppenheimer. But I hated Barbie, so there's my controversy of the day. I didn't hate Barbie, but I, you know, I didn't love I it. it. Um, first hour, so first hour of Barbie was great, but and we exactly. took Eddie with us to see Barbie, and I was like. For the first time, I was thinking, oh, I hope he has an autism moment and we could leave. <laughs> I, I admit it. I said it. I admit it. Okay. Well, let me tell you the two that I saw recently that I liked and the two that I saw recently and I hated. Loved Brian and Charles. Have you seen that? No. No. Oh. Uh, or, or a good person. I've seen I've seen I a good person uh, advertised. I haven't seen it yet, though. But it's very triggering, so get ready. Okay. But it's really what do you good. Hate? It, it's the good Francis Pugh movie this season, not Oppenheimer. Okay. Um, and then the two that I hated were Leave the World Behind, and and okay. what I hated even oh. what I hated even more than Leave the World Behind is May December. Oh, okay, so wait. May December so, was awful. I mean, May, like, May December, awful. May December, great performances. Yeah, I loved, I loved but, but, uh, but wait, what was Leave the, the World, world Behind. That's what we saw last That's night. That's what we saw. We, we, that, that, that was the moment with Julia Roberts, right? Yes. Oh, oh I we loved liked it. That. Oh, I'm so I sorry. It. It we can't be friends scary, anymore. It though. We I think Shannon's going to cut us off. No, I honestly think like that's going to happen every day with my panic 
you know. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting film. Oh, I, I love I those kinds of movies. I love those kinds of movies. I just I, what I couldn't stand the heavy-handed music and the over direction. That first the music, was, the music was a little heavy-handed and a little strange. Yeah, and, little and strange. it was the same music in May, December. It was like they had the same person. Oh yeah, you're right. And it's that kind of weird, obtrusive. Well, like, May to December. Hey, we're I gonna have a musical was... interlude here, and it's like loud and there. Yeah, well, all like of a sudden, I'm awesome. reaching to open the refrigerator, and the music goes dun dun. You go, why? <laughs> yeah, why? December is interesting. They do that a lot. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this movie last night was phenomenal, I, and it was very current. It was very like you're talking about enjoyed, Godzilla. Enjoyed yeah, I really love. I All wish right. somebody would make a really, really, really good scary movie though. I still feel like there's not a lot of. I was so. I mean, I bought our tickets for Exorcist like months in advance, and I was so disappointed. I was so. I can't. I'm still not over that. But we I still we still have to, to see Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, so. that one I have to see at home though because that one is very triggering for me. Which one? And. Killers of the Flower Moon. I think I'm oh. getting that right. And I, I think I need to see that at home. In the Leonardo DiCaprio Scorsese film. I get to watch it. I don't want it. By that. I, I'm Have not a Scorsese it? fan. I don't yeah. like the way Scorsese abuses women in his movies and doesn't have actresses, doesn't allow them to speak. So I have a hard time with Scorsese. And I've said it. I've said it here publicly. And um, yeah. and now people can think less of me, but I, I just as a director, I'm like if you only are directing for men, then it should say that on it. Everything I've heard about this film really highlights her uh, and, the and how great she is. Yeah, I, I hear that too, and I'm going to watch it because I'm going to watch it. But I'm I'm concerned. I want to I want to yeah. see like is it really does it allow her to be her or is it only her in relation to a man? Because I, well, that was the that was the reality of that horrible time where men took over and abused you know native women and took their rights but, and their but if wealth we're telling their it's story, a very heavy story. I agree with you, but if we're telling their story, they I know that the men during that time who were abusing them thought that they were just things that they could put on a shelf and didn't have feelings. But we know differently, and if we're telling their story. I hope he tells that part of the story. I'm I'm leaving myself yeah. open to it, but I, I, I have a preconceived notion that it won't be what I want to be. So we'll see, we'll see. Martin and I are not friends. That's all I can say. <laughs> we we will we'll be watching that within a week, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I need a I need a Xanax before I see that. Before I'm still kidding. That. I don't. The do one that. I'm dying to see is Maestro. Yes, oh, yeah. me too. Yeah, we're excited about me that. Me too. I'm very excited. What was the other one that we wanted to see so bad? Uh, there Maestro is another one. And There's another one, but I don't remember what it is. All right. Well, you guys, I, I hope that lots of people rent one or all of the It's a Wonderful Life. It's worthwhile, and it's a great cause. Please uh, check in the notes for the link for that. And um, if you weren't able to go to, if you're in the Los Angeles area and you weren't able to go to the holiday event and you are in need, reach out to me or to Nava um, because it might, there might be something that we can help with. Uh, but you guys are amazing and we look forward to hearing about all the amazing things that you're going to be doing in 2024. Thank right. you so Thank much. You. And, and, and I just want to add one thing before we go. We do have a big Funko announcement that's coming out early, oh, early yeah, next very year. Exciting. And it's a big one. So um, that we've been uh, working with them. And, and it's not amazing. just about the job amazing. skills. Okay. It's it's uh, it's a whole new announcement. Very, something we're very excited about. We so. love Funko. So yes. uh, wonderful. All right. Well, happy Hanukkah and happy holidays. And I hope you I are nice. Ed, Eddie's very excited. He's uh he, uh, he opens his present, and he's like, oh, now we have two more presents coming. <laughs> he loves it. He loves well, it. Well, I miss him. So gotta, you you got to um, come and do our tour. We're going to give you a private tour anytime you want. Okay. Yes, get over here. I know. I know. I've been a little busy. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, But we have to make that happen. All right. Sending you guys big love. Uh, we're going to sign off. I'm going to just remind people as we go, we only have two shows left of the year on Monday. Dr. Jonathan Tarbox is here. He's going to be talking about a bunch of stuff and answering your questions. And then on Tuesday, it's the last Ask Dr. Doreen 
Dr. Doreen will be here, and, and I'm giving her a gift that I'm including notes from, from some of you. If you want to send a note to include in her gift, you have to send it Ooh, to I me as soon as possible, Shannon at autism-live.com. Make sure that you send that off to me, but make sure you watch that show. We got a lot of fun surprises on that last show of the year. But thank you to Matt and Nava and everybody over at the Ed Asner Family we love Center. You, Shannon. Bye, Take everybody. Care. Bye, everyone. We'll see you on Monday. Until then, give your kiddos a hug for me and one for you, too. Bye bye for now. Bye. If you found anything helpful in this video, please give us a like. In fact, make sure that you smash that subscribe button on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram for important updates. And please download our free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.